Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 115, Episode 5 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, yeah! a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers fuck and Buckbox News. Oh, fuck off. It's Friday, January 10th, 2020, 2020. My name is Jack <laughs> O'Brien, a.k.a. I'm your only trend, I'm not your only trend, but I'm a little growing trend, but really, I'm not actually your trend, but I am. Blue Canary in the outlet by the Zeit Switch, who watches over you? That is courtesy of They Zeit, Be Giants, uh, and Saucy Buckaroo on Twitter, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Miles Gray, the Soggy Fry King, a.k.a. the Soggy Bottom Boy, a.k.a. Limp Fry Guy, a.k.a. the Half-Baked Potato, a.k.a. Mr. Mashed Potato Sticks, a.k.a. Spuddy Buddy. Thank you so much to Freddy Bidet at Buns Ahoy for that Soggy Fry uh, themed, a.k.a. strip. And we are thrilled to be joined Mm -hmm. in our third seat by the hilarious comedian. David Huntsberger. Hello, guys. I don't have hey. a whole bunch of aliases. Hunts. You don't? Yet. Burger King. David. Right. Yeah, David. The Dave. <laughs> the, Dave, David. Dave. David. <laughs> David. David. The David. The David. The David. <laughs> <laughs> On the Huntsberger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fox Hunt. Sperger. Yep. King. Great. Now we Leon. got it. Oh, Leon. Arno let, DiCaprio. Leon, let me be <laughs> mine. Oh, so boy. this is going to be the show for today. Just an like unending string. What of... was your AKA song based off of? <laughs> I always know I nailed it when you asked that question. Well, in uh, my mind, I was They hearing... might be giants. The song is Birdhousing Your Soul. Oh, I, I was hearing Hey There, Delilah. Blah, 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 blah. The, that's not why I was Yeah, hearing. I give off very strong uh, Hey There, Deli- Delilah vibes. Hell yeah, I've dude. O- I've always done that. Plain white tees. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool. them? That's I think so. Great. Yeah, of yeah. course, bro. All right, Dave, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. Uh, such as the need to write out 2020 on checks. 2020. 2020. Uh, on checks. Do you need to do it? Can you just write 20? We'll find yeah. out. Who knows? At 11. Uh, Iran probably shot that plane down by accident uh, based on some video that has emerged. And even uh, Trudeau is saying it with his new beard. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk his about- his new wife? Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about Mike Bloomberg being maybe a creep, uh, whether Donald Trump is uh, white Trump supporters OJ. Yeah. Uh, That's probably the most, uh, I get that. Yeah, I can feel I can, that I too. can wrap my head around that. Yes. <laughs> He's our OJ. Look, <laughs> <laughs> look man. Uh, we're going to talk about all of that. Harry and Meghan uh, quitting their job, I guess. Do they have a job? Yeah. Uh, Kind of. Whatever. Apparently, they are officially on the payroll. Uh, We're going to talk about Woco Bell. Uh, Really good (laughs) wordplay there from from us. Uh, All of that and plenty more. But first, Dave, we like to ask our guests, what's something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Uh, yeah, as you know, I normally don't have much. Uh, lately, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, not using Google. Off the grid. Although I was sh- you go so to the, the library like a human. Yeah, and looks well, up the information there. Yeah, and I using uh, a card catalog system. Uh, yeah, it, it's a lot of um, VPNs and borrowing other people's social security numbers. Going to the sure. library, getting the information, making right. sure it's not traceable in any way to any way to me. Nice. Uh, but recently, I uh, have been doing English to Spanish. I've been speaking a lot of Spanish. And oh. so uh, my Spanish goes pretty smoothly. And then I get to a word I don't know. And I don't know how to like go around it. So uh, I'm just right. moving along. And then I go, uh, 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 and then I look it up. Yeah. And then so the other day I was speaking and a guy goes, hey, man, are you also from Guatemala? I was hanging out with my a friend of mine. Damn, from look at your pronunciation. Yeah. That somebody was like, wow. are you from Guatemala? Yeah. Wow. And I think he was just. He was busting yeah. my chops. Okay, and I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm uh, from Atitlan. <laughs> right there. And Last you didn't know though, the word for no? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, oh, how do I answer Nunca, this? Is that right? Uh, I was last year when I was in uh, the hospital, I was in Puerto Rico, and a nurse came in, and a couple times this happened, and uh, they would go, Jesus? And I go, no. And 
<laughs> but I'd be like, all right, I'm doing it. Is it because you yeah. had your long, your long, it wasn't a reference to your long Jesus-like hair? I had the hair, and then I had like a little more maybe facial hair than yeah. currently. Oh. And you had so, but linen, I'm not linen underpants on with a six-pack? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't like the bed, so I was kind of up on the wall. Yeah, right, just, right. Just kind of strapped in. Yeah. Did a little workout. I grabbed these two pegs <laughs> as far as I could. <laughs> Come just, get me if you need anything. I'll be hanging from these pegs. Shoulders doing butterflies. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, great. It's really good for your shoulders. What yeah. was the word you got? You had to look up, though, just for the record. Oh, it's just anything. It's usually like the con- like the verb for something and then the tense that it's in. Uh, right. So yeah, conjugations, like, baby. Yeah. So if I'm like, oh, how do I say do you need? Like, can I necessitate this? But then I'll be like, wait. Wait, uh, how do I say I'm I'm going to mm. look or something like that? I Boy, uh, buscar, look yeah. for, mm. uh, yeah. see. Mm-hmm. You would have known that see if you watch Buscando Amor. <laughs> <laughs> Searching yeah. for love is that really? Telemundo, baby. <laughs> uh, what's something you think is overrated? Uh, this is lazy, but and then you guys have probably already talked about this bunch. I think two parts. I think Yeezys. Okay. And I think just shoe culture in general wow. is overrated in that no, go ahead. you're celebrating people that are just being worked to death yeah. in third world areas. Like the the people, the fucking whole Nike debate is ridiculous to me. People on both sides, I think, are idiots. I think Nike is a corrupt corporation that takes advantage of the impoverished and has and no regard. For, and like when Jordan wouldn't go. Tiger Woods didn't go. I'm like, you go check a look at those sweat factories. Oh, like wouldn't go to the wouldn't go check it out. Sweatshops, sweatshops. Yeah. yeah, like you're gonna go look. Oh, I'll go look. And then they never went because, like, huh. you know, like the moment they did, they go, "Oh God, what am Ooh, I doing? I'm no. perpetuating this thing where people feel comfortable opening up a closet with like a thousand pairs." Right. But Yeezys look the most like someone like a kid had a project to make shoes and they had <laughs> like a tube right. and like some marshmallows and right. marshmallows uh, and aqua socks. <laughs> and <it> was like, <laughs> all right, taped them on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. they got to get those shoes cheaper, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm That's, addicted. <laughs> my main thing is they cost too much. I blame my parents for saying I couldn't have shit when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's. I think that's one of the hardest thing about tr- tr- living in the age of c- consumption and flex culture of like, you can't flex ethically. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like... Check out my school for children. That's like free. <laughs> right, right. But why are billionaires doing that all the time? Doesn't that seem like that because would that be a game they get into? Yeah, but I that mean, they if... can hoard. <laughs> right. That's true. You get to be a billionaire by hoarding money and yeah. not giving any of it away. So th- therefore, I mean, I just think about people like that one character in Silicon Valley. Like, if people who are like worth just on the dot one billion dollars, if they're like in this state of like <laughs> right. economic edging, constantly right. like, oh fuck, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck, no. I almost, almost became a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> they, you Keep lose a comma. Doing... You get uh, yeah. disinvited from those eyes wide shut parties. Right. You start Absolutely. to have to go to sex parties with millionaires. <laughs> yeah. God. You got to hang with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, and I guess that'd be billionaires too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He mixed it up. But that's what was so groundbreaking about Epstein is he didn't dif- differentiate when it came to his sex parties. Uh, he would <laughs> right. invite billionaires. He would invite 100, 500 millionaires. Wow. Uh, Guy was groundbreaking. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Kurt Vonnegut. Okay. Everyone knows him, knows the word. It's still better than people. It's so good. Yeah. It's just great. Very funny. Yeah. 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 No, I was I'm saying very funny. Nice try. <laughs> nice try, no. I knew I couldn't slide that one in here. <laughs> Slaughterhouse Five is a ripoff of something my uncle wrote. Yeah. I remember the reason my dad got me to even be interested in Kurt Vonnegut is that he showed me the drawing of the asshole in Breakfast of Champions. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. He's like, you should, you should try Kurt Vonnegut. He's like, yeah. you like funny shit. And I was like maybe 13 or something. And yeah. I was like, I don't know, bro. And he's like, he's like, read this part. And I go, what the fuck? This yeah. is in books? Because in my mind, like people yeah. didn't write funny books. And that's yeah. like a title that would be a work of literature that yeah, you would have like, to sure. read in, yeah. in English class. Right. And then there's an asshole drawn in it. It's like, uh, I'm like, well, color me Kilgore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's one of the greats. Yeah. Uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? <clears throat> I think people are wasting a lot of money on alkaline water. Okay. Uh, you can't have you, a human body. It doesn't. You can't like inject something into or take a sample from cells and check their pH level. Your urine right. has a little bit more acidity in it. Otherwise, humans run around mostly neutral. You can't 
<laughs> there are people that have had tons of alkaline water and still died of cancer. It's just a ridiculous. Alkalize your life, man. Right. <laughs> I dated somebody who gave me the book. Oh, like boy. I think it was called Alkalize Your Life. Nice. And they were just somebody who I think realized they had like a gluten intolerance mm-hmm. and didn't want to accept that because they loved pizza. And then it was like, nah, I got to alkalize my life first. <laughs> and then I can eat them. Like, I'm pretty sure it's just a gluten thing. Right. But hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> Do it all. Mm. I'm pretty sure for that reason, I'm, Taco Bell has to be mostly a base than an acid. I, <laughs> oh, I can't feel sure. like it's not, it doesn't run acidic in your body. Yeah. Yeah. Although my intestines Because how would, how would that food not just give everybody horrible indigestion, heartburn, like yeah. acid reflux? They don't it, put a lot of jalapenos for it being like a, you know. Um, yeah. Well, because it, jalapeno is it technically a Mexican is, no, restaurant? I was going to say, like, I was like, don't say, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's from another dimension. Yeah. It's like a, like a colonizer crossed the border, like a trans-dimensional border yeah. into another place where he's like, I heard tell of these double-crunched gordita lupas. I mean, technically, that's probably what food will be like in the future when no food is actually made from plants yeah, or like, animals. It's all just, like, you know... Dude, with chemistry cloud, paste. You yeah. know the whole thing with cloud kitchens and like very so LA has a ton of them because there's such urban density in areas, but maybe there's not a cheesecake factory within five miles. Oh, so they have cloud God. kitchens. Nightmare that, scenario. <laughs> I am sorry to even bring it up. Oh it's too terrifying God. of a thought. What? <laughs> but say you have like your favorite Thai food, it's five miles from you, which mm. doesn't sound like a lot, but in LA that's at least an hour. Yeah. So then these cloud kitchens operate in really weird areas. They're just like in a warehouse, but it'll be like five restaurants together all of the uber eats drivers show up oh there. right 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 so and they're just cranking it out yeah cranking it out they have the right bags and everything so when you get it your human brain doesn't go wait how did this get here this was right. an hour away and right. this order was here fresh and hot in 10 minutes huh but if they could in those shops not only have that sweet quick service but also be manufacturing it in the back right like we have impossible burgers we're making all of our own stuff right. yeah that's the future so yeah. taco bell is kind of way ahead of the game there. thank you oh, so man. much and if demolition man <laughs> taught us anything they did win the franchise wars they did so <laughs> like all of them aren't cars like taco bell branded i think, I think well I, the gag was like all our restaurants are taco right. Bell. yeah yeah it's like what and yeah. dan cortez is playing on a piano Yes. Valley of the Jolly Green Giant. Dan Cortez. I remember that movie Greatest too well. Cortez. Yeah. Dan Cortez. AOC second. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. But different What spine. about... Uh... Nope. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Dan Cortez is number one. Definitely <laughs> right. uh, not the colonizer. <laughs> uh, let's talk about... Uh, are you guys writing 2020 on your checks yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't written any checks. Oh, really? Yeah. Like today? In 2020. Yeah. I'm just out here. I pay for everything with checks, man. Yeah. (laughs) Just tear them off. It doesn't matter how much it's for. It just sucks. So many places don't take them, though. No, I I have heard. I haven't written, had to write the date, I think, on anything uh, yet, but I have heard people complaining about forgetting to change it to 2020. Uh, what do you mean? Like from 2019. And then there are some forms that have 201 blank oh, yep. on them. Uh, so Need I new mean, ones. Need new tapes. That's a problem. Uh, well, but that was like this thing, right? That was going around around New Year's. I remember getting, I was on some chain email from a random aunt or uncle being yeah. like, got to write 2020 all the way out in your checks because you never know. Someone could change the date from 1120 to 112021. And then they could cash it in later. It's it's all like right. based off this idea that because it's twenty now you can alter the years and things like that. <laughs> but I, I mean, while I understand the logic of it, like many of the people who are like in the consumer protection like scam watch industry are like, eh, this really. I mean, there's a lot worse things to be right. worried about than this because a, as you know, checks aren't being used. As often as they should be, dude. Yeah. Right. Uh, and as also, often as they should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, people like, should be using more checks. more checks. Damn it. Um, and then that like number tampering on a check is even more uncommon. It's like very uncommon. Yeah, right. That, like people are, are doing that, but I well, think because you catch it immediately, right? Yeah, and I think also right that it would be. I think as, as the second someone contests it, they'll be like, you know, right. It's not what this was. 
Um, and also, I think, the, but a lot of the experts are saying it reminds them of like this Y2K thing because the changing of the decade and the number change yeah. is fuel. It's like, it's just makes enough sense to get people like all, you know, a flutter yeah. over it. New number anxiety. Yeah. You just have... That's, new that's number. too much change for our brain. Is it an age-dependent thing, or is this something we're going to outgrow as a society where we just stop saying, wow, can you believe how it's getting dark so quickly? <laughs> oh, man, can you believe it's already a new well, year? I can and- tell you that I have started saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if that now, hear me out, people oh, wow. who, I said it on this show, mm-hmm. and people were like, actually, because of like the way... Uh, the planet is tilted this year. Actually, I don't think it was that. I think it was just like where we were in the period when we sprung back. It was getting darker a little bit earlier than it was in the past. You mean fall back? Yeah, whatever. Spring forward. Yeah, spring back. I respect. I spring back. I respect the equinoxes. Yeah, especially the gyms. You do. You always have because they give to Donald Trump. Yeah, wasn't it Equinox that was giving to Donald Trump? And everyone's like, yeah. "I'm done with Equinox." Yeah, it, it's um, Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, and he also is a major investor in Equinox, and then I think Soul Cycle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, Soul Cycle was on. Yeah, that was a bit. And, yeah. and how did that go? Is, are all the Soul Cycles out of business? Oh yeah, yeah. no, they they're all tumbleweeds across <laughs> <laughs> the arid just landscape of worked again of yeah. lonely bikes with the, the faint sounds of EDM pumping in the background. <laughs> you know what's cool is to see a tumbleweed in the wild. Like actually, yo, one? I was I saw one uh, up in the hills that was so fucking big. Yeah, people were enormous. Having like to a whole navigate tree. it. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, this isn't a fucking tumbleweed. I looked, I'm like, oh fuck, it's just like all sticks and twigs. Like, yeah, hey, shout out tumbleweeds. I saw I saw one on the highway that Waze had registered as an object in the road. <laughs> like oh, it really? was Yeah, people were like, steer clear of this tumbleweed. But yeah, it's almost like seeing like a coyote chasing a roadrunner it's like i didn't think that that was a real thing a tumbleweed yeah like i knew it was but like my brain is like still like whoa it's like i I expect to see that as much as i expect to see quicksand which is not a real yeah Yeah. i i think the first time i saw tumbleweeds was like in the desert somewhere when i was like maybe 14 right and i tripped out yeah i was like yo fucking fucking tumbleweeds Like the cartoons. I'm from Nevada, so I saw tons of them. Yeah. Just All your friends growing up were tumbleweeds. Many. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how we got <laughs> places. We would do like the log spinning thing. <laughs> Hop in my tumbleweed. <laughs> Better get ready to kick. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and uh, the Iran situation has, uh, according to the president, Iran has backed down. Uh, that's according to his ego. Yeah, according to his ego, he wins. <laughs> uh, no backsies, uh-huh. uh, I think was a direct quote. Uh, and there was also the matter of the plane that crashed uh, while taking off right around the time that Iran was uh, sending the ballistic missiles. Uh, at the U.S. bases in Iraq. So people were suspicious of it. There was, uh, I think, cell phone footage of what looked like a plane on fire flying through the air and then crashing and exploding. Uh, And now there's been more and more footage of that. Uh, So it seemed people are starting to... I mean, people thought from the start that something might be going on, but seems like the consensus is starting to move in the direction that uh, the plane was accidentally shot down. Right. I mean, this is part of, you know, the fog of war, as they all say. Like, right. things you're because uh, <laughs> because this administration or this president chose to assassinate an official in Iraq, you naturally have now upset whatever balance of peace there was now. And now everyone's on edge. Right. And you're leading to, to, to things like this. And it's... Uh, I mean, it's just fucking tragic. The so many young people on that plane, Jesus, and Christ, a lot man. of people who were like, uh, you probably like Iranians who were living abroad, who were coming to visit family. There were, you know, there were a lot of there were Canadians on the plane. There were Iranians on the plane. The a Ukrainian lot of crew. Canadians, yeah. yeah, and a lot of people. I mean, the 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 ages of the people is really tragic. To like, is a lot. I think something like. There's a, a large, a majority, or not a majority, but a number of people were born after like 1990. 
yeah. on that plane. So, and I the mean, thought of the number of conversations that involved, you know, the U.S. just killed that guy. Are you sure Iran's the safest place to be going? Right. Yeah, it's, Mom, you're crazy. I'll be right. fine. Yeah, That's yeah. rough. Well, yeah. I think, it, I th- and yeah, just by virtue of the situation, I think, I mean, really, this is, this is a direct uh, effect of this unilateral assassination that happened. Yeah. I'm sure I I mean, now I don't know. Obviously, we don't know what the details are of like whether, you know, the radar, like some sort of uh, air defense radar system had painted the the plane as it took off. And that's that set off a chain of events that put them in a defensive posture. But I, you'd imagine that as a result of this, the killing of Soleimani, that, you know, things are already very elevated and very tense. I mean, this is this is a thing that happened constantly or almost happened constantly during the cold war like i mean there were all these examples of you know uh an alarm going off or somebody leaving a a training tape in the deck at norad and everybody's like oh we're we need to like fire back all our uh nuclear weapons right now at russia uh and you know just cooler heads prevailing at the last minute but i mean there's history is full of the human species just not being prepared to deal with the finality of war. Like we're just not, I don't know, smart enough or capable enough. And there's just too many uh, ways to fuck up. Yeah. It just feels so weird too, to be holding your breath again, sort of collectively like, well, 10 missiles aimed at a base. This is the start of it. Yeah. It's like Soleimani was kind of like the Franz Ferdinand thing of, Okay, there's the first sort of thing to drop, and then, oh, here's retaliation. The fact that no American troops, at least out of the reports, maybe that's wrong. Maybe we're just getting false information. I'm sure if someone, if there was real loss of life, that would be reported. How is that possible? Well, I think because they have, there's just such early warning systems that they know to just get into bunkers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, I think there's also possibly something where Iran didn't actually want to escalate the situation. They knew they had to do something right. like this, uh, but they knew that if they killed a U.S. soldier, that that would you know, escalate things more quickly, so they made it, it easy for them, them to learn. It doesn't make them look not inept. Like, <laughs> right. How'd it go? It dropped like 10? Great. Right. And how was it? We took down a plane accidentally. Right. That, that's on me. Yes. I, I messed up. Yeah. Did you get any of them? No, zero. Right. That's yeah. that's a weird look. For, well, I think it's all, but part of it too is just posturing because, you know, like every, like this country too, you have hardliners who are yeah. expecting something and you're like, okay, well, I don't want to fully, you know, put this whole region into a, a just miserable armed conflict yeah. like that. Yeah. So, I mean, again, this is where, you know, the, the Iranians, they're saying like, that's sort of our response. But again, knowing the numerous ways uh, that, attacks can be carried out. I mean, it's 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 foolish to think that yeah. this is actually the end of it. But, you know, this is where you hope that if they actually had people in foreign policy advisory positions that were actually worth a fuck advising <laughs> him the rather, Trump administration? Yeah, yeah. rather than people who are hell bent on just like trying to bomb, you know, other countries who don't yield to this American empire. Right. Uh, and based on like him surfing the news cycle and just when it, whenever he feels like it's going to be a good moment for him to right. make a big splash. Uh, but just with regards to the uh, crash of the airline. So Iran is still saying that the plane uh, had a mechanical failure. Specifically, they're saying the plane's engine overheated. Uh, it was making a turn to go back to the airport when it crashed. Uh, but the the details that don't kind of line up with that. And again, these are early days. Usually uh, investigations into big plane crashes like this take months, if not up to a year. Uh, but it, that doesn't totally make sense because the pilots didn't make a distress call. By all indications, it was a normal flight. And then the plane disappeared from radar and then... You see the plane like in flames falling out of the sky. And they're not going to turn over the black boxes either. Right, that's what they said. Um, and yeah, it, you you would definitely have a distress call if there was an engine problem. Like that would have happened. Uh, and then yeah, there there's also these videos where the uh, plane appears to be in flames, pretty high in the sky as it falls out of the sky. Yeah, and then. Yeah, so the the theory is that the plane was told that they were entering 
airspace by whoever ended up shooting them down, and that's why they were turning was to try and get out of harm's way. Uh, but those are just, you know, it's hard to uh, do evasive maneuvers in a 737. Like, that's a massive plane. So uh, obviously we'll keep our eye on that uh, as more news breaks, but it's a fucking terrifying situation. Um, All but, because this guy hates Barack Obama. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Let's talk about Mike Bloomberg. Yeah. He's not a creep. No. It turns out. No, he's all right. Super... Let's vote for him. <laughs> okay, let's that's all good. listen to what Judge official? Judy says <laughs> and vote for him. You know, what Judge the people Judy, on those political please. ads. Judge saying. Judy, my goodness, I love you, my honor. I yeah. like your show, yeah, but I have too. to remember too. You're worth like almost like five hundred million dollars. That's right. Yeah. So of course you are not. You don't live in the same planet as most people yes. do. But that video, she's like, I'm a judge. You yeah. can judge a character. Uh huh. Mike Bloomberg. Judge Judy. <laughs> the Out. Uh, but yeah, so now this story is coming out where um, back in like the 90s, he was uh, in a few different lawsuits for making crude remarks and creating like a toxic workplace for women in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he should be president. Okay. That's, what <laughs> yeah, I that's... There we go. All right. That's it. Um, yeah. And like there's three cases that are still active against his company. But the whole thing is he's not like releasing people from these NDAs that were signed as a result mm. because a lot of women are saying like, I really would like to talk about Mike Bloomberg, the dude, not Mr. Presidential Candidate Mike Bloomberg. Right. Uh, but they're like, but I'm in like these NDAs and I don't want to. And so his whole thing is like his take on this is you can't just walk away from it. Talking about the NDAs. Right. They're legal agreements. And for all I know, the other side wouldn't want to get out of it. Okay. The other side being the women the who women. say they want to get out of yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, the shit he was saying, like, was th they said there was, uh, during when he was running for mayor, there was like a book of quotes from him in the 90s. And one of the things he said was if women wanted to be appreciated for their brains, they'd go to the library instead of to Bloomingdale's. Uh huh. Ho oh! ho! Boom. And then Face said, women. He Wait, said, no, he just won, right? Yeah, that, I guess that so. The whole debate. Uh, men win forever. <laughs> yeah. He said then at the time he goes, they were just quote borscht belt jokes. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what I say when a joke doesn't go over well. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> uh, a borscht belt joke. Blame the borscht. <laughs> Can't you hang out in the borscht area? Right. I'm surprised he didn't say it's locker room talk. Yeah. This, of course, uh, comes in after uh, somebody. I think it was years ago, but it came up again recently when he announced his candidacy that they it was a journalist who was really impressed with what he did when it comes to gun control in New York and they were at like some mayoral dinner and he entered and they like ran up to him and were like, Oh man, I really wanna say like what a great thing I think he did and had somebody introduce him and he like spent two minutes telling him like how great it was what he did and why it was great like doing this for gun control and Bloomberg just turned to him and said would you look at the ass on that one about a woman who was oh, close yeah, by? Right. Yeah, so that's again, that's who he is. Pretty fit to be president, right? Yeah. I would say, <laughs> based on the evidence I'm looking at here, yeah, he's got a really strong shot at this. Mm -hmm. He calls him like he sees him. Hey. I like that. Yeah. I don't want another politician. Yeah, <laughs> he's our OJ. <laughs> which is what they're saying about Trump right now. I love it. So Politico, which. Yours truly. Did you there? there was a, did, do you follow OJ on Twitter? Uh, no. He he always opens every. He posts videos of himself. He's he like, hey, it's everyone. Hey, it's yours truly. Oh, he does. Hey, Twitter world, it's yours truly. Somebody oh. at the Bills game had a Bills jersey with yours truly written on the back. Oh wow, uh, it was pretty great. Anyways, <laughs> proceed. Uh, no, well, just Politico. They were you know around the time of the impeachment, they like asked for people to respond to this sort of question. They posited. You know, based on what you're seeing with the Ukraine aid controversy that the president is being impeached for, if the if all the details were the same and you switched out Donald Trump for Hillary Clinton, would you still be so like casual about it? Right. And a lot of people are like it's a false premise. <laughs> and like other people are like I reject that. She nice never try. Okay, but one one man, one brave soul, Keith Swartz uh, from Tacoma, Washington, 66 years old. Uh, his response said this first. He just this is odd because he describes um, the president as manic, uneducated, illogical, 
and essentially a horrible person, vulgar, amoral, and narcissistic. But, okay. okay uh, but this is the thing. He said he's done a fine job in the economy, in particular uh-huh. with all the, uh, the face of a democratic opposition that bends the rules and abuses the process for three years uh, and, like, you know, trying to thwart him. And he says, to those who support what he accomplished, it feels like he is ROJ. Now they the guy wouldn't say what he's accomplished, uh-huh. but I have I don't know I think it's purely that like this guy in the face of he's he's thumbing his nose at the people I hate so it's right. fine yeah it's and d- the economy right it's although economy, like guys. with OJ you know you had a lot of like uh, black people looking at not OJ is clearly a killer right uh, but like the energy around it was sort of like man this legal system is so fucked up we see white people skate all the time it's right like, whoa OJ huh. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Yeah. And then some people, yeah, some people, look, everybody has someone in their family who, you know, to this day is probably like, that that didn't happen. Right. OJ's innocent. Right. Uh, Most people have figured out, oh no, OJ, OJ bad. Right. Uh, But this whole thing is sort of like, I don't know where Trump, you know, I don't know where he lines up with that exact energy aside from just feeling like white people feel like they're being a pre- I don't know I don't I'm the trial I mean you watch the documentary you see like they show old footage from 93 or when the trial was happening yeah. people every day would show up with signs yeah. you know that's the that's that rally energy that right, same right, right. thing of like I'm here I'm wearing a shirt I made a right. sign I'm psyched I'm showing you love there's and support there's other people who agree with me yeah, so, yeah, yeah and there's like there's power in the numbers involved in that where like you can tell some of them like the look in their eye if someone just pulled them aside privately and was like all right, let's get you some breathing and yeah, some water. Right. Now, I want you to just read this report here right. and look at these crime scene photos, and then do you still feel the same way? Right. Right. And yeah. that would be the same thing, I think, with Trump. Like, people go, what would he do? If you just started going, like, let's start with grabbing by the pussy. Let's right. just start there. Then let's go to Stormy Daniels. Just these character things to begin with. Yeah. Well, now, that's weird because that guy knew, like, it was weird. He was able to articulate that. Now, I don't know if he's just around so many, like, progressive liberal people that he's just learned how to navigate, like, be, like, the sane conservative or something. He was like, no, I get it, man. Right. He's disgusting. He's a narcissist. But the way he, he gets these brown <laughs> people to upset. The browns. Yeah. Um, uh, I just... It's my OJ. Sticks it to the Browns in both cases. All right. That's a okay. terrible joke. Wow. I'm going to leave forever. Uh, Don't no, tip your server. It's definitely a false equivalency, though, because, you know, on one hand, you have uh, the aggrieved party being people of color who have been discriminated against and, like, put in prison for not doing anything for years and years and years, like, the entire history of America. And in the other case, Trump is getting back at the world for, I don't want to completely, like, uh, diminish what the the complaints of rural America, but it doesn't feel like it's the same thing. I think if one person I from think rural America was falsely imprisoned... It's purely, like... like well, you had a bad guy who you refused to right. say is bad, and I think that's the that's sort of where it stops. Yes, mm-hmm. like there's nothing about it. And in the end, I mean, like just even when looking at some of the other uh, defenses people were offering, it was just like all whataboutisms. It was yeah. never like, huh? I will engage this this like theory directly or yes. this question directly. I'll yeah. just be like, yeah, but like you don't know, like Clinton, like Clinton body count, like. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Ah, I mean, they yeah. do have a good point. Clay yeah. body count. Ah, rah, 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 rah. I mean, hey, you know, like let's let's look at what happened to Epstein. What happened to those tapes, huh? Ooh, what on that tape? How did it get destroyed? How that one tape got destroyed. They recently announced that another tape, the tape uh, of the of, first suicide of attempt? his cell from the first quote unquote suicide attempt, uh, got deleted. Whoops. <laughs> just got deleted so crazy i was going through my dvr i was right. like okay i've already seen that episode of dr pimple popper right and then i hit delete i go wait i think i just deleted the epstein footage. right <laughs> the epstein suicide <laughs> oh, shit. attempt uh i mean that's interesting because that was one of the more mysterious aspects of the whole thing uh you know he had this weird thing where he was like, I got assaulted and people were like, he tried to kill himself. And then they were like, we're going to put him on suicide watch. Right. Psych, we're not going to. Psych or not, your cell like, a corrupt cop. Right. Like, oh. Did you guys see the original deposition stuff when his, like his attorney's with him? You see the footage from like, you kind of see like a guy's, who's in a suit, maybe from behind him, bit of an arm, mm. some shoulder. You see mostly on Epstein. And then the guy is very straight faced trying to get to the bottom of these questions going, okay, um, question two, 
is it true or not that your penis is can be defined as egg shape? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he just that. shakes his head. I don't, I don't need this. Like, right. And then his lawyer chimes in, and the person taking the deposition goes, "No, no, no. This is this, this is, is material. From, this yeah. is material. This is absolutely to the like, case. Yeah, yeah. It's described as being narrow at the base, wider in the middle, <laughs> narrow <laughs> at the top. And I was so mad at the suicides. I mean, the fucking killing." Because uh, right. I want to get to the bottom of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know that we'll ever have that answered. And that would have been the first domino to fall. And then Oh, no, I think to... I think it's been uh, confirmed he has an egg-shaped penis. <laughs> more of, yeah, yeah. He oh, does have good. an egg-shaped penis. Oh, more good. of a lava lamp. Right. Ah, uh, okay. Well, no, no. It's a, it's narrow at the bottom, wide in the middle, narrow again at the top. It's like a, like a football. Lamp. Like a lava lamp. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little lava lamp. Oh, know, okay. Like, I see it. Or a butt right. plug. Yeah. 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 Okay, butt plug. Yeah, there, there we go. Boom. Now something I'm familiar with. Uh, Moving on. I think the reason it was material and they have enough, uh, enough people who have confirmed that it's egg-shaped because, you know, the people he sexually assaulted who he claimed not to have all confirmed it. People uh, sometimes ask me – sorry to jump in. I just had this epiphany. People sometimes ask, like – Oh, you like sports? I go, yeah, but I'm not like proud of it. I go, why? Right. Some of it's because of the the idiot nature of like painting up your face and dressing all crazy. But now I realize the real reason is it's the perfect distraction for billionaires right. to see what we're really interested in. Fifty thousand people all gathered right. together, yelling and screaming, and they're there. Right. They're, they're going, hey, you know when you're being asked by the March of Dimes to donate your money, and I could cover the whole fucking bill. Right. I'm not, and I'm right here among you, watching right. the idiots yeah, buy right. my popcorn and my beer for twelve dollars a beer. Yep. Twelve dollars uh, a beer. Where are you? This going? is the cheapest stadium. In the yeah, <laughs> you right. can get twelve dollars a beer. I'll go there right now. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, some Republican senators are are mad at their bay uh, because the Trump administration gave them a briefing on the assassination of Soleimani. It was condescending, it would seem. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. it was, you know, everyone was sort of like, hold on. If y'all are really trying to meddle around, like really fuck around and trying to find out what a full on, like full scale armed conflict will look like in the Middle East, you need to have some fucking receipts here. Because, yeah. like, even though, yes, we love Trump, there's still like, we still have to sell this to other people. Right. So, what the fuck happened? Apparently, at this briefing, it was a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. One of the first complaints that both Republicans and Democrats had was I didn't hear anything that I didn't read on the news. In yeah. this briefing. Yeah. So like when they're like, what about this imminent threat? They're like, eh, well, look, this is the thing. Just and do a book report on what it says on Fox yeah. News, guys. So that when, will, that'll work. So right after that briefing, naturally, Democrats are like, this is a fucking disgrace. Right. Like what they just tried to sell us in here. Like right. it was a non-briefing, yeah. uh, which just just it looks terrible for the administration. But you also had Rand Paul, who's already been kind of vocal. Like he was very upset about, well, I mean, seeming outwardly upset uh, by the move to, to assassinate Soleimani. But then Mike Lee, who's also pretty much uh, a, like a nailed-on Trump vote for anything. Yeah. All the two of them came out, and they were fucking heated. So this briefing must have been. I mean, the briefing has to be bad when you have sycophants come out, and they're like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah. And this is just listen to Mike Lee uh, describe what this quote-unquote briefing was like. The worst briefing I've seen, at least on a military issue, in the nine years I've served in the United States Senate. What I found so distressing about that briefing was that one of the messages we received from the briefers was do not debate, do not discuss the issue of the appropriateness of further military intervention against Iran. And that if you do, you'll be emboldening Iran. Yeah, that's that's what a authoritarian yeah. right. government... Yeah, shut the fuck... What, are you going to debate whether or not we should drag our these countries into war? Yeah. Imagine being one of these dudes having to go have a town hall, which I thought was so funny during the impeachment here. They, they, they don't want to hear from America. Right, like, none right. of them have had a fucking town hall in right. a year. And then you have to go have this town hall. I'm like, there's no national security advisor, Department of Homeland Security. All these head positions are empty. Right. And then we've perpetuated this ridiculous narrative that the whole reason this uh, impeachment sham is happening is the deep state. Can't trust right. the intel. Can't trust the CIA or the FBI. Right. right. 
Who fucking gave you this knowledge? Who did, who gave you this intel that was so crystal that you could trust it and go get it if it were not just you trying to do what you went on video in 2011 to say Obama would do, right. which is start a war to get reelected. He doesn't remember that. <laughs> Sadly. He was not. It's like, Dad, you said that like seven years ago, eight yeah. years ago. In his, uh, no, in his briefings from Trump Tower. From back, his cluttered ass yeah, desk. Yeah. When he was running for president, we looked at that when I worked at Cracked. Cody Johnson found that channel. And it had like those videos had like 3,000 views. Like, <laughs> right. they, nobody watched them at all. Like, even while he was That's like the leading candidate for presidency. Uh, but yeah, it was just an obscure place for him to rant. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I it's shocking to me that there's still people who are like, wait, they're behaving like authoritarians? It's like, where where have you been, Mike Lee? Well, like, yeah. I think it's like, it to a point, people are so, uh, you know, factioned off and so partisan yeah. that you're in your mind, you're like, well, that's my team. Yeah. And right. then you don't get that you're like, wait, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. a point. But again, I don't know what this actually means because they never, like that full interview or that those their comments they gave after, they never go at Trump's neck like directly. Right. Oh, like, he start, if you watch the whole long version, he starts it with going, I'm a big fan of the president. I think yeah. he's done a wonderful right. job. He's been an excellent leader. Oh my I, God, he de-escalated. <laughs> yeah. But what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that briefing, I mean, they must have had like uh, th- that must have been a rough draft that somebody gave. That that seems to be their <laughs> hit answer. Send lately. early, yeah, hitting send early. They keep doing that for some reason. <laughs> they just knew. I think they really thought maybe these people would just be like lockstep with the president and yeah. be like, "No, nah, this is what it is, y'all. Come on, you have your you have your notes now. Sing mm-hmm. the song." I mean, when when Bush wanted to go to war in Iraq, that he you know fabricated all the CIA intelligence. They got like America's most trusted military mind to like go before the UN and just lie through his teeth. Yeah. And like, they're just like, here's a book report about what it says on Fox news. Now, <laughs> if you question it, I'm going to fucking end you right. on Twitter. Well, and also like they realize how different the dynamics are. Like they used a lot of political capital to get the Iraq war to happen. Like, oh yeah. And to the point where everyone goes, what the fuck do we do? Yeah. I mean, I mean, any sane person was like, we should not be doing this. But the other people who want to pretend like they weren't part of the war machine are like, oh, that was a mistake, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but I think now, like, they're doing, like, this shitty sequel version that everyone has already seen, plus it's low-budget CG graphics in it. Like, no one's falling for it this time. Yeah. Or many people don't. And I think they also aren't taking into consideration how many people are, like, have been affected by the Iraq war right. and aren't necessarily being like, yeah, like let's let's do that. Let's let's traumatize another generation of people. Yeah, like so uh, you know. But this is a very sh- this is the kind of short sighted you know strategizing you'd expect from yeah this administration. I mean, he definitely had something else in mind when he actually okayed the assassination because he has quickly backed away and been like, no, 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 we won. No smoke. Didn't do anything. No smoke yeah. for uh, here. I mean, I wonder how many people just jumped on him. Or, I mean, as much as they can, or people been like, that was really the. We really got to tell you that was fucked up. But I don't know how that conversation works in this administration because I feel like the last thing people in the White House are going to do is tell the president he's just fucked up. Someone does, though, because the good people on both sides thing, there was a contrite response with the crazy Adderall and looking back and forth to teleprompters. Right. The same way this one was, where... His natural reaction is like, do it, press the button, send. Yeah, yeah. And then someone has to go, dude, we're going to write you a fucking speech. Yeah. Don't do go it. one word off track. But I'm saying who has that, like who checks him like that? Well, I also wonder if he, because I do think the one thing he trusts other than his own gut and Ivanka is what he sees on TV. And so, you know, the footage from Iran of like 3 million people in the streets, right. like for Soleimani's funeral, the only time that... America has had remotely that close close to that number of people in the streets are protesting him. So, like, right. I, I do wonder if he just, like, sees that and is like, Ugh. Or, I mean, a lot and, – <laughs> and any poll that he looked at, a majority of people were like, that was the worst thing you could right. have done. Now yeah. I, I trust him even less. Like, the global poll, there was, like, the one that was, like, 62% of Earth doesn't trust him, like, with his own, like, fucking hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, let's talk about – our, a brighter future. A brighter future. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Thank you. Things uh, are looking Taco up, guys. Oh, Bell. Talk about it. They Talk are about. They are on the path for all kinds of wokeness. They are 
They want to make uh, all the consumer-facing packaging worldwide recyclable, now compostable, or reusable, and add recycling and composting bins in all restaurants by 2025. And they're going to use that to make their food, right? The, the yeah, just a nice, material. nice. Exactly. That yeah. composted food becomes your Guys, next we shouldn't tortilla. knock this. We shouldn't in any way even give a sliver of doubt for companies to catch on to, at least attempting this. Yeah. So many major chains don't offer any kind of recycling. People yeah, will give Yeah, it's just like throw it all in this fucking hole here. Yeah. Ridiculous. And half the time I'm like, I'm going to leave this here in case maybe someone, like in my, sometimes it's, I have like that thing where like, I can't throw this in the trash. Yeah. Though. yeah. And then there'll be places where like, nah, we don't recycle here. Yeah. yeah. Or like you'll travel and certain counties are like, yeah, there's no recycling program. Mm. And you're like, oh, okay. I'll, but major, I'll take it home with me then. Su- such a high percentage of airports. Would you think that's a little bit like higher tiered as far as awareness? I think it right. all depends on the You're not at a Walmart. Right? Yeah. It could be. Because like in LA, LAX, you have like paper, pla- I think so. Aren't a little. Like it's not like universal at every terminal. Right. terminal. I think it just it's baffling. Like rental car companies almost never have it. And virtually everyone at some point stops and gets like a bottle of water. So anytime right. you drop off a car, there should be one there. Little things like that. Like if Hertz adopted the same thing, we could at least start getting behind like, good for you, Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should. I think it's ridiculous that so many giant companies go, well, no one no one pressured us to. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's like expensive. So uh, anyway, so that what they're also doing is like, we've talked, they're, they're like increasing their college, like education fund for like employees and people who are, you know, fans of the bell. Um, and they're also like been really aggressively trying to be like the number one fast food place for like vegetarian options. Okay, fine. Well, I mean, this, they already are, aren't they? For the most part, they, but they like, don't really advertise that. It's almost like a secret vegetarians know is that you can go to Taco Bell yeah, and, and get can, a really good. You can get it all, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now what they're trying to do is they're, they're testing a program where they're actually like trying to uh, to retain like their top employees, uh, paying restaurant managers up to a hundred thousand dollars a year, like to get their salaries up to that point, which is interesting because a like yeah people need to be paid living wages, and I think right now that like right now a Taco Bell manager makes like between fifty and eighty, so this is some people could potentially double their income, but also like there are some places like In and Out, okay, right? People over there shit like locally everyone knew like you could get a lit ass job at In and Out. Because managers there get between one hundred and one hundred fifty thousand, yeah. depending on like if you hit your goals and shit. Also, shout out to the soggy fries. <laughs> I will eat them. I will order light fries. <laughs> t- this is a soggy fry segment because Taco Bell has some some very fries? soggy potato options. Oh we'll yeah, say. yeah, 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 yeah. Love them. Yes. Love them. And those uh, chicken roll ups. Yeah, like those two. <laughs> <laughs> Got to try them all. Got to live moss, baby. So just oh, I'm sorry. All this to say, I'm leaving the Daily Zeitgeist to become a manager at Taco Bell. <laughs> ah, congratulations, yeah. man! Yeah, thank you, man. Come by my store, store three three two eight. What's store three three two eight? That's my location. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, so the one on Ventura. And I and can Hazleton. live Moss there. <laughs> oh yes, sir. Oh good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Megxit as super producer Sophie is calling it. Uh, that is Harry and Megan uh, quitting their job. They Dude, Megxit is when Taco Bell got rid of the Mexi melt. Right. Yeah, that was. Did they bring it back though? No, you got it. Look, I can tell people on Twitter all the time. You have to order a, a cheesy roll up, add beef, add pico. Got it. Okay. Uh, okay. You're good. Cheesy okay. 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 Um, so apparently, uh, they're not just Britishy socialites, which is what I thought the royal family was. Yeah. They are employees of the state, sir. Oh, and they're workers. They make those appearances at the Queen's uh, behest, and the Queen controls all their money, uh, which is wild. But they have a lot of money. Uh, that, like They are funded by taxpayers. Uh, and they basically mentioned that or made allusion to that in their... Uh, you know, divorce papers or whatever, like a, their letter explaining why they're leaving. Oh, their dear, dear Queen Elizabeth letter? Yes. Uh, they're saying part of their goal is to establish independent wealth. Uh, and some people in England are saying that that's kind of bullshit because they're, they're still going to have like a million dollar a year uh, protection, like, like an social security something. type thing. Well, look, I mean, like, or not social security, a secret service type thing. Oh, got it, got it. Right. I mean, look, Megan should just get start acting again. You know, fire mm. it up. And yeah, you're making more money than you're, and you can, you can, you can support your wastrel of a husband. 
Yeah, exactly. Also, move out here, like I keep saying, so I can hang with Harry. I'm saying we need to launch the equivalent of Encino Man for Harry learning what it's like to be a human being in society. In But specifically the San Fernando Valley. Yes. And uh, Megan is the Polly Shore character. It's it's weird. I should tell Harry, I'm like, hey, man, before we entered our physical bodies, we were just souls up in the universe. <laughs> and you happen to end up in that body, and I ended up in this one. Who knows? That You could have been me. Oh, right, because you guys were born same day. Same day. Exact same day. So, <laughs> think huh. about that. Hello. Uh, Harry. Yeah. Hello, but me. A couple things. So the standard. Soul brother. <laughs> oh, no. Soul bro. He's like, that makes me rather uncomfortable. So people, uh, the comments on Instagram are shockingly mean to Megan and saying she's like a black widow who's. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Really? The uh, Oh, I don't know if the word's black widow, but like that seems to be just the idea that she like kills families. Basically. I wouldn't be surprised because even in like the tabloids, it's like her exotic DNA. Oh, like, yeah. And then there's another one. She's like <laughs> straight out of almost Compton. Yes. And I was like, Get yeah, the that fuck was up out what, my face. That was the headline like after their engagement was announced. Yeah. So Oof. those are uh, real. Yeah, yeah, those are real. 100% like this. So she's been just awful. endlessly shit upon for being different, not adapting to royal culture, wanting privacy, uh, for being- Not uh, white. Right, not white person from America. Like there's genuinely racist, like openly racist stuff on social media and then like codedly or, you know, implicitly racist stuff in the mainstream media. So that's worth keeping in mind why she wants out of being like hounded by the media. And Harry has PTSD from his mother being literally killed by being hounded by journalists. Like that's she was speeding away from the paparazzi when her car crashed and like was dealing with all sorts of shit. So I I don't I'm not as mad at them as as the royal watchers are in England. Um, uh, yeah, that all makes sense. Cool. I mean, yeah. I just think. <laughs> I of... don't know why we still give a shit. Why are we? They're royalty. It's a, an absurd, antiquated notion that we pay attention to them. That's part of it. It's like we perpetuate it by going, like, "What are they up to?" Yeah. And then we, if we all just went like, "Who gives a shit?" They don't yes. do anything. Yeah. They uh, suggested that Megan's avocado consumption is responsible for mass murder. Uh, <laughs> That's a real oh, thing. You can't find Her charity that. cookbook was portrayed as somehow helping terrorists. Oh, uh, also, you know, it's fun fact. The exotic DNA line comes from Boris Johnson's sister who works at the Daily Mail. Yeah. That's who wrote that thing. Well, his background is being a conservative journalist. And a, overall just a piece of shit, I think. Yeah. yeah. I just think of a rose you never used your thorns. The ones you loved abandoned you from the office when David Brent sings yeah. the whole song about <laughs> <laughs> then rushing through the Paris night they hounded you lost. Anyway. Uh, oh, that's Goodbye, no? English Rose. Good night, my sweet princess. That's what <laughs> David Brent sings at the, I think, what is it? The uh, training episode. The training episode yeah. is one of my favorite. And then he starts singing about aliens oh. coming down and all kinds of shit man one of the great episodes of tv of all time super producer anna hosnia wanted me to uh, emphasize that uh, in her opinion he has uh, harry still has ptsd from watching his mother uh, be literally murdered by his grandmother uh, which is a conspiracy can theory you uh, you know like subscribe to what kind of fucking spicy xenophobic shit was queen elizabeth saying to him Oh, like yeah. in the beginnings, because you know, oh. how, you know, grandmothers, oh. like they, yeah. they, there's no, they take the break off <laughs> if they really need to get through to you. Like yeah. they will damage your whole soul with some shit. She's like, like you're saying, I'm Harry and you're her, right? And I'm like, she's just lovely, she's charming, she's so excited to meet you. I find her hair to be a bit rough. <laughs> yeah. What, Grandma? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, again, I'm not surprised from someone who's literally the queen of England if, uh, and your grandma if she had some old school takes on biracial. Because, <laughs> I mean, what? She was with Dodie Fayed before. That's right. who could have been her stepdad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Mohammed Al-Fayed, he put up so much money trying to figure out what the fuck happened. Yeah. Princess Michael of Kent wore an overtly racist brooch. Uh, to brooch. My brooch, good man. Uh, yeah. Wait, you, what was it? Brooch brooch. Uh, it was a like blackface thing, like a. What the 
f- yo, get yeah. the fuck out of here, man. Uh, and also, I, I said that the mainstream media was less overtly racist, but a BBC host compared the couple's newborn baby to a chimpanzee on uh, Twitter. So uh, Good group over there. Yeah. I don't know if this it, has been said before. What's her problem? But I and I'm going out. I'm going to say something very brave. I think we should cancel the British monarchy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, said it. Yeah. They're canceled. I, I don't think that's that controversial a take. I think. I and think. I haven't even read history. <laughs> <laughs> You're not into colonialism, man. Nah. Oh, man. Oh, Give it a great. chance. Yeah. Oh, my favorite form of architecture. <laughs> Imperialism. You into that? Oh yeah. Well, that's why I live here. <laughs> uh david it's been a blast having you man uh as always where can people find you follow you and is there a tweet you've been enjoying uh there's a tweet i liked there's this is a, like a kind of a two-parter the first Ooh. one is um let me get the guy's name it's a stop motion thing from um a tool kezbakar i believe a-t-u-l and it's just this on twitter k-a-s-b-e-k-a-r an astrophotographer has clicked an exceptional video wherein we can feel the rotation of the Earth using a tracking mount aligned with the North Star. He kept clicking images every 12 seconds for the next three hours. Uh, the camera is looking at the same portion of the Milky Way the whole time. So you just see like the curvature of the Earth as oh, well right. as Start. like things moving. So normally mm. like it's a tripod and then you see shit going by, but this kind of moves with it. So oh, that's feel, cool. It's really neat. Yeah. And then uh, Brendan Walsh, my buddy, who goes by Malibu Brendan on Twitter, uh, wrote, this doesn't prove the Earth isn't flat, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just scientific wonder. He's oh. gotten really into the hashtag KAG for Keep America Great. He's he's such a punk on Twitter that he, it's real maddening to follow him because he pretends constantly to be like a MAGA guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then he and then, also pretends to be his ex-wife, right. Trish. Yeah, Trish. And then his son. Yeah. And then what else do you do? Farts make me come is <laughs> yeah. another twist. He's Farts just a fucking troll. He's just Classic. a child. I <laughs> yeah. lived with a guy. I won't give out his name because he was so embarrassed by this, but he didn't know Brendan at all. And he came home one day and go, he was like kind of perplexed and sort of beside himself. And he like threw down his keys and goes... Man, Brendan and his ex got into it today on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! Uh, but you can find me at davidhuntsberger.com on Twitter at Huntsberger Junk. And uh, January fourteenth through eighteenth, I'll be in Canada in Winnipeg at Rumors Comedy Club. That's coming up next week, and then two weeks, or basically a week after that, the twenty sixth here in Los Angeles at the Dynasty Typewriter. Uh, I added a thing if you – did I talk about this last time? You can add the code ZEITGANG at checkout and get two tickets for $20. Whoa. Boom. Would get love to that. have you there. Look them up. Yeah. Shit. Get that ZEITGANG Do in the it, mix. Uh, would love to have you there. January 26th, all the info is at davidhuntsberger.com or you can go to dynastytypewriter.com. Bong, bong. Bong, bong. Did you remember when Brendan Walsh put those stickers on the billboards? Yeah. That was like the cell phone. It was like for – like one of those like mobile like pay as you go mobile providers and it was like a cell phone but it was a t- text conversation that said your father passed away last <laughs> night and it says omg what what <laughs> oh, God. uh miles where can people find you and uh-huh. what's a tweet and, oh you've been enjoying ah well you can find me on twitter and instagram at miles Gray. you can also find my other podcast 420 day fiance with sophie alexander now love it is there a tweet I like? Yes, there's a couple. And if you weren't clear on those, you should go back to past episodes if you like me that much. Uh, first is from the Warax at I am the Warax. If the U.S. Army matches with you on Tinder, that's your draft notice. Uh, and also, uh, <laughs> Joe uh, Joe Castle Baker says my five year plan is to fuck. <laughs> it's as simple and dumb as fuck. Uh, you already said in, in that mishmash. You said uh, also January twenty twenty fifth. The live shows. Yeah. People need to know about these live shows. They do. Baby. January 25th, Gateway Theater. Uh oh, 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 oh. Thank you so much. Uh, in San Francisco. Then January 30th, uh, we're going to be in Portland, Oregon. I mean, look, look, look at my Twitter thread. You know, we got tickets everywhere. We're coming for you. Everywhere. And then, and for everybody who's asking, what about this place? What about Atlanta? What about well, this is just the, this is just till February. You know what mm. I mean? And mm. then once these places, clearly we'll probably be going to Staples Center at some point. I'm pretty sure off the strength of these smaller venues, they will oh realize. Gosh. Yeah. And then I think For Wembley. Certain. Wembley no. uh, in the fall. 
Anna's shaking her head pretty aggressively now. Okay, I, I spoke. I misspoke. It's going to be the O2 Arena in London. Sorry, not Wembley. Uh, tweet I've been enjoying. Dana Donnelly tweeted, I would do anything for my family except spend more than two days straight with them ever again. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes! We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we write out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? It's from Deaton Chris Anthony, who's like a designer and producer and all kinds. I didn't, I've, I'm, this person wears many hats. But this song featuring Claro, Coco, and Claire Claire, uh, it, it goes. It's called Race Car, and it's just like, I don't know, it feels like some shit you would hear playing in um, uh, Corbin Dallas's cab at Fifth Element or something, like if hip-hop was around in that dimension. Mm, it is. Yeah. It's gotta be. Uh, I don't know Chris why Tucker I thought of Corbin. was supposed to be played by Prince. Who was? Chris Tucker's character was supposed to be played by Prince. Ruby yeah, Rod? Yeah. That. What? Yeah. Isn't that wild? <laughs> Uh, See, that's why Prince probably passed away. Right? <laughs> oh, God. No. You should have played Ruby I, I think it was drug addiction. <laughs> uh, oh. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. We will be back on Monday. You guys have a great weekend now. Be here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, also buy tickets for our live show. Did you say Saturday, 25th, 8 p.m. at Gateway Theater? I did, Grandpa. Uh, okay. What's a live show? <laughs> you microwaved your socks again, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> not how you're going to dry them. Oh, shit. Uh, all right. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. Uh, actually, we'll talk to you this afternoon for a trending episode. Jesus. Uh, where am I? Uh-oh. Call a doctor. <laughs> oh, boy. Bye. Bye. Everyone tell me I'm crazy Picking up a boy that drives a camera Yeah, I just wanna be your lady Roll